What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And I know that you are here to listen to the best humans on the planet to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. Let's do this. I found an amazing human for you today. Her name is Beth Thorpe. She's a philanthropist, a speaker, the author of a new book, A New Creation, a co-founder and executive director of the Mitchell Thorpe Foundation. So we're going to learn a little bit more about that. And she's on a mission to support families whose children suffer of life-threatening illnesses, diseases, and disorders by providing financial, emotional, and resources to their desperate situation. How amazing is that? Now, here's the best part. She loves to share God's love, his word, encouragement, and his impartation to others. And I think that is amazing. Thank you so much for being here, Beth. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Nina, for having me. It's a pleasure. I'm glad you're here. I am glad. I know this conversation is going to go really, really well and have a lot of fun. And so um, the way I like to start off the show, Beth, is I like people to know you, get to know who you are. So the little question that I have for you is, who is Beth Thorpe? Beth, who are you? Oh, my goodness. Well, I've transformed into many things. And uh, the latest is definitely uh, philanthropy is a huge part of my work. I'm the executive director of, you said, the Mitchell Thor Foundation, which grew out of um, losing my precious son, Mitchell, to an undiagnosed, undiagnosed illness that took us across mm. the United States looking for answers in and out of different hospitals. But my love for that is also um, leading others and leading them well. From the foundation, we, we do a leadership program for students from 8th to 12th grade. We train them what it means to be a servant leader and how to give back to their community and help those mm. less fortunate. So I have a, I would say a servant leadership heart and uh, I love to build women up and uh, not only women, but men, anyone that comes in my path, I'm not afraid mm -hmm. to speak God's word and speak life into them, speak truth awesome. into them. So I think today we need that. Oh my gosh, more than ever, right? More than ever. Yeah. So can we honor um, uh, Mitchell for a little bit? Sure. I'd like to know a little bit about him, if you don't mind sharing a little bit of his story with us. Sure, absolutely. Mitchell was uh, my firstborn, beautiful uh, young man, uh, excellent student. He was a 4.0 student in school, loved mm. sports. He played baseball, was very well known in that. My husband was a ex-pro Dodger player. Um and so he grew up learning the game um, that his father loved so much. And uh, I think the best way to say when people, teachers would say, when Mitchell walked in the room of the classroom, he would light up the room. And that was a beautiful thing to hear from teachers yeah. saying that, especially after his passing. Uh, he always had a heart for um, as talented as he was and gifted, but he always had a heart for the underdog. So that was really nice. There was a neighbor down the street who had a child who had Asperger's syndrome. She said to me, I never had to worry about my son on the street with other boys when Mitchell was there because I knew he'd be protected. Aww, so that cool. kind of character he yeah. was. So that's a little bit about Mitchell. Um, yeah, unfortunately, um, we hardly ever went to the doctor. And at the age of 13, symptoms came on uh, that took us around the United States for five years, in and out of hospitals, in and out of, I can't count countless number of doctors to find out what was wrong with him. And they couldn't figure it out. So mm. go figure that in, in this day and age. And how do you right. put answers to that? And um, he ultimately passed at age of 18. So we took that 
tremendous amount of pain that my family went through and uh, it was not an easy walk, I should say. And and many people, uh, you know, life throws us all curveballs when we least expect it or the rug gets pulled out from underneath us when we least expect it. So if you don't have that firm, strong foundation, your family will fall apart. Usually marriages fall apart. So you really have to have that strong faith and that foundation uh, to build upon to, to walk through a walk that we did. But on the bright side of it all, we took that pain and put it to purpose. And Mm -hmm. um, I hear uh, so strongly because I'm a woman of faith. uh, God speak to my spirit. When I was curled up in a ball, didn't want to be on the planet anymore. Right. 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 I was just the part of me died with my son and I just couldn't see the light of day. But God just as he does for all of us who want to listen to him, we have to be wanting and willing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But he spoke to my spirit and said, this is not the end. This is the beginning. And I sat up in my bed and I said, I looked upward and I was like, what do you mean by that? This is not the end. It feels like it's the end. Yeah. This is the beginning. And literally two days later, you know, my husband was here at the local church and he was, uh, again, the ball player guy had, he was coaching some boys two boys had one had cancer, one had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Mm -hmm. the other lymphoma, both families trying to make ends meet, right? So he felt that strong sense and calling as he was sitting there that we should form a bridge that God somehow was saying we should form a foundation to help many going through what we went through. So he came home to tell me that. And I said, this is what God spoke to my spirit. We should start a foundation, uh, Beth, to to help many what we went through. And I said, you, you want to do what? I'm like, right. What? You know, I'm still grieving. Right. And, and, right. and, and then I had to realize, well, maybe that's what he meant by that. So I'm, I'm proud to say here we are 13 years later, we've given back over 2.8 million back into the community, Amazing. helping different families and thousands of children later. Um, just helping families get through the darkest days of their lives. And that's we're amazing. there to be the light in the dark. You know, it's so funny, right? Because Mitchell keeps living through what you're doing because you started by saying how he always was impacting other people around him, yeah. right? And he was serving the even the, the, the child with the Asperger's and all of that. So he just continued his work, didn't he? He just continued his work through. Yeah, you. when I think about right. that, you're right. We, we just, I told him, well, in my spirit to him uh, after his passing that I would not let him die in vain. No one could figure out what was going on. And just, I write about it in the book of all the signs he and God, not only God and Mitchell showed us after his passing, how desperately he wanted to speak to us. And I write to that of why the book is titled A New Creation. I don't want to spoil the secret. You have to go read the book. Right, but that's right. <laughs> of why it's titled that. And um, it was so profound that I use pictures and photographs after each chapter. So the reviews I've been getting so far has been beautiful is that it's an easy read. I couldn't put it down. I wanted to see what happened next. People Mm -hmm. say, thank you for telling about who Mitchell was. I didn't because if they don't know who he is or who we are as a family, it's written as a memoir. Obviously it's written as a beautiful story. And um, my editor was great. She's out of Chicago. She wrote the book, The Impossible, that went into the movie, The Breakthrough, in 2019. Oh, wow. So she she was my editor, and I really wanted to choose the one that could help take this tender story and write it as a beautiful story. And that's because mm-hmm. our end game is to take it to film. 
that's where we want to go with it. So the oh. book has only been out two months. So it's already getting, believe it or not, attraction from a film producer knocking on our door. He loved this book. So yeah. it's just a matter of us raising enough funds to make it happen. But God yeah. is big. We serve yeah, a great yeah, yeah. God. He he really is, right? And and he has already provided a lot too. Like if you already given over $2 million to families in need, um, I, I know that you know the impact of that, the impact of that, right? Because mm -hmm. it's hard enough. I mean, you already went through the loss of your son and I'm sorry about your loss, Beth, because I know that's very hard. And, and I know that uh, for me too, like the comfort of God is something that can't be matched. It just can't be matched, right? Mm -hmm. Was faith something that was already a part of your genesis, like a part of your life? Um, before all of this or was, or did you? Yes, yes, yeah. it was. But faith is, um, something that not, needs to be exercised. I mean, yeah. faith yeah. is the substance of things hoped for as written in Hebrews 11, mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. and hope, you know, people can have hope. Hope is important, but hope lacks substance until it's filled with faith. Yeah. So hope is the, it's the goal setter basically. And like, for example, let's say you're sick and your 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 hope is to be healed, um, but hope didn't heal. You have to have faith to activate that hope, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, uh, I have to say everything that we went through, um, it was our my backbone to to having this go to the God's word to speak to us. Even in the darkest times when I didn't understand what was happening right. and why wasn't my son being healed, right? And going to all that. So, yeah. But at the time when that happens in people's lives, uh, and even though I had a strong faith, there was a season of life there that I was like, Where are you, God? Why aren't you listening? Where are you? And I know he was there ultimately. Right. He was bringing people along our path along the way. But my ultimate goal was to have him healed here on earth. Yeah. Yeah. But ultimately, it, it wasn't his plan. And mm -hmm. I had to release that as hard as it was that he had to take him home to heal him because no one could figure it out here. So if I have anything to tell your um, audience is, you know, faith doesn't always take you out of the problem. Faith yeah. gets you through the problem. Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And having a strong faith doesn't always take away that pain. But faith gives you the ability to handle it, mm -hmm. to handle all that pain. And faith doesn't always calm the storms around you, but faith will help you get through it. Yeah. In the will. midst of the storm and the chaos is in life. And we are uh, living in a crazy world and <laughs> things are happening all around us all the time. Yeah. And um, for me personally, it's, it was, it's a way for me to stay grounded Um when the world seems so scary and surrounds us with all kinds of things that are happening that I have to, so God, you got to be in control. You're in control of all this because mm -hmm. I can't, I have to turn off the news. I can't take my oh, mind yeah. there. You have to. Yeah. 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 So, you have to. And you know what, you know, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking how I, I and this is just my curious brain. Cause I'm, I'm always very curious. Like I, I think of when we go through these tough times, when, when we go through extremely hard times like this, um, and you do something about it like you did, Beth, like you do something about it. Um, I always, often wonder, you know, how God is much so much more wiser than us in, in that um, you impacted 
hundreds of more people because of Mitchell going to be with the Lord than if he was here. Mm. Right. And there's always like, a, there's always like this, this much bigger thing that God has for us, even in the loss, right. Mm. Even in the loss, because he, uh, Mitchell is actually way better off than we are right now. To be <laughs> quite frank. He's God right now. So he's really, really good. Um, but you think about, yes, uh, I think as any parent, because I'm a parent as well, we would prefer to have Mitchell here, right? We'd prefer to have our yeah. your child here. At the same time, you got to see the work of God and the hundreds of people that have been impacted because Mitchell went to be with the Lord, yes. as opposed to Mitchell's being here. Does that well, make sense? Yes, it's so true. Yeah. And, and, you know, the mysteries of God, we don't, he, yeah. his ways are higher yeah. than our ways. Yeah. And uh, I might never know all the answers and maybe I'm not yeah. meant to know. And, but I just have to know that I, like you said, I know where he is. I know I'll yeah. see him again. Yep. I, I, for anyone who has lost a loved one, you need to think of them not in your past, but they are in your future. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that we, if you are a believer, you will see them again. And uh, I'm a strong believer of that only because of the signs and the things that were shown to us after his passing in this realm that I photographed. I knew, you know, God speaks to each one of us, how, what we need to hear to heal us mm -hmm. and what we need to see, whether it's a sign or a wonder or a beautiful thing that God speaks through many ways yep. to get yep. to us. Mm -hmm. um, we just have to be obedient and open the eyes of our hearts mm -hmm. to, to not miss it, if that makes right. sense. So we right. can't. And, and, and at that time, um, it was amazing, all the signs and just kept, oh, I said, I know you're there. And I know you're trying to tell mama and dada, you're okay. Right. And you're, you're a new creation. And it's, mm -hmm. um, it was just a beautiful way to write this memoir to give others hope and encouragement in even when they're walking through the darkest times of their lives, you don't have to live there. Yeah. And yeah. at the time, I felt like I, I did, but I didn't have to be defined by it. Mm -hmm. I had to pull myself up on my bootstraps to be a good wife and a mother to my other son, who are also going through grief and um, yeah. and to then lead others well. And so, wow, when I think about all the, the kids that now we lead and even in the youth oh. program, um, they want to learn. They're starving for strong models and leaders of what it means to to go through hardship, how to get up, how to take disappointment, how to move forward. Right. Right. And all those things that we need to um, to do. So. Yeah. Anyway. It's, yeah. It's not even the ones that, that you're leading like physically, like as you're seeing, right. But I, as I think about this, like even the ones that you guys have already helped, right. In the, mm. in the financial realm, the families and the families that were impacted with that, who know that family and the next families that are impacted by what you did to that family. It's just unbelievable. The ripple effects of all of this. Right. And then yes. to come out with the book, is just now even a bigger platform, a bigger way to reach people that you can't reach on a physical plane, right? right. But now you can reach them in a different way. It's just powerful. It's just, it's, it's, it's just beautiful. Powerful. Yeah, it is it, beautiful. It's beautiful. It and it's is. so funny that you say the ripple effect because it's, it is exactly that. Uh, I wrote that how the power of one life can cause a ripple effect that goes on and on and on to touch so many people's lives. It's written on the back of the book that way. So it's nice that you say that because 
it is in fact that. And mm-hmm. just to hear the testimonies of families and children we've helped. Oh my gosh. Talk, talk about, we could talk forever. All the stories yeah. that, that they yeah. share of, yeah. of just from the help that we've provided through the foundation. And it's That's a beautiful amazing. thing to That's see. Powerful. That's powerful. I have a, um, a niece uh, who passed away at 18 as well. And, um, and her mother, you know, struggled like, like, like you did Beth. I mean, it, it takes a lot to get up. It takes a lot to get mm-hmm. up. Um, yep. And, um, you know, that's why I'm thinking of what you're saying in, in your book and everything. And I want to give, I'm going to purchase a book because I need to encourage, encourage her and, and have her, um, you know, be at a place where she, she's, she's trying, I think every day to kind of lean into God, uh, mm. for, to, uh, for understanding. I think that's the first thing we try to do is, is try to get some type of understanding. Cause it's, it's hurts. It yeah. hurts. Right. It's it part hurts. of the grief process. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, you're in shock first. Yeah shock and then you're in disbelief and then you're in denial that this Mm -hmm. can't be happening and then you're in the the why stage you're right why Mm -hmm. is this why did all this happen and searching for meaning right right and then the last stage is you know really you have to find the healing and acceptance um to get through the other side of it uh and did you ever get did you ever go through the anger stage um Yes. Um, my son did his, you know, my other boy, he was angry and that's the part of, um, you know, grief and that's okay to be angry because, Mm -hmm. you know, God got Mm -hmm. angry and he threw things in the temple courts, you know, he understands that and, um, it's okay. And it's important to let that out, but it's important not to stay there in the bitterness because if you're bitter, and then you blame God for everything. That's what happens. And then you stay stuck yeah. and then you end up a bitter person and an unhappy person. And mm-hmm. you have to ask yourself, is this what really God wants for you to be mm-hmm. bitter and unhappy and ugly around other people at the time and mad and just can't be, mm-hmm. no one wants to be around you. Mm-hmm. At that point, you need to get a hold of it and say, okay, I need help. I need, yeah. I, I'll be the first to admit to your audience. I needed help. I was suffering from PTSD. It took me, it was five year journey of in and out all the time with hospitals. So you're in the battlefield every day, day in and out. It was two years for me to come out of it. And it took um, healing from my husband and I to get healing and counseling Mm -hmm. for our marriage because your marriage is really tested. Mm -hmm. And then uh, especially if parents lose children to suicide, then they become the blame game, you know, yes. and then all that tears the family apart. And, you know, and that's just what the enemy wants to do. You know, he wants to tear you apart. That's right. And you cried, frankly, my husband, and I luckily, you know, we have to understand you're stronger together than apart to walk right. and walk like this. So we are happy to say we've helped and kept 100% of families together that came together as a married couples oh, and not end in divorce and separation because 78% statistically do. So yes. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But you know what? You're a beautiful example of what happens when you don't show up mm-hmm. because had you stayed in a state, like you said before that you were curled up in a ball. Right. And that yeah. is that honestly, Beth is understandable. And in many ways, acceptable, right? Because I mean, that is a pain you cannot, you just can't even put a finger on it, right? Right. But look at what happens if you don't show up. Mm -hmm. So had you not 
healed, had you not done the work, had you not gotten up every day, all of those families, all of Mitchell's hard work when he was here, put pouring into that child that needed it to, you know, pouring into school, showing people what it was to be excellent, right? All of that work, mm -hmm. all of that would have been gone with him to heaven. It wouldn't have been yeah. able to been experienced right now with me and the 30,000 people that download this podcast, right? Yeah, right. That, right. So that's yeah. what it means when you don't show up. Uh, that's powerful. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. a choice. You know, God has given us the ability to all make choices. That's one of God's greatest yeah. blessings. And it's yeah. really up to us as humans to make the choice and make the right choice. Mm -hmm. Um he gives us the freedom to grow and mature as we make those choices to follow his will. And, you know, you can actually really change your life by changing your mind. Mm -hmm. And it starts by choosing what you allow in your mind. And, you know, and when I lead into that conversation, because we all can live a healthier path to healthier minds, bodies, and emotional life, but we have to focus and it takes, you know, how should I discipline? There's a discipline to, to, to what goes in between the ears of what you right. want your mind to, to be focused on. And, and for me, it, I had to be, because of my faith, I had to focus on what the word of God says. The word of God is live and active. Yes, it it's is. fruitful. It's true. It's honorable. It's right. It's pure. It's lovely. It's admirable. It's all those things that'll encourage you, bring you strength. God works in those when you are at your weakest, he shows up being the strongest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting in that when I can hardly put one foot in front of the other. And then I first got my first step out into the world again. And God knew how vulnerable I was. But it was interesting. People would say to me, you are like surrounded with a glow around you. I, I don't know how to explain it, but but what I felt was really God's loving arms wrapped around me. Yeah. And it, like, he yeah. knew how vulnerable I was. And it, it was like, almost as though he's wrapped his loving arms around me and says, okay, we're going to take this step first, mm -hmm. one little baby mm -hmm. step at a time. And mm -hmm. here we go. And that's really what it was. It was one step at a time. Mm -hmm. And especially when my husband came home and said, we're going to start a foundation. And I'm like, what? I don't know anything about this. How do we start a foundation? Right. But, right. you know, we literally got on our hands and knees and gave it all to the Lord. And, and God said, okay, you must know better than we do. But if you're not obedient to hear that and be obedient to it, yeah. you yeah. can let it go like that. And you miss what God yeah. really had in yeah. planned. Does right. that make sense? Yes, of course. And that's what I mean. Just showing up, right? Just showing yeah. up. Because honestly, if, if you weren't obedient, if you didn't listen, or if you said that's too hard, I can't. Right? right. Well, well, $2 million of funds that went to people that needed it wouldn't have been distributed, right? Because let's be real, Beth. I'm sure that if we had one of those people pop on right now, the comfort that that bought is mm -hmm. incredible, right? In the midst of a hard storm. And that, that comfort wouldn't have been there, right? Had you not done your part of what it is you have to do in this world of what God has called you to do. Right. Yes. And even if it, you know, even I, I, I know that God always calls us to do even other things too. So right now, this is where we are, right? We're at this beautiful Mitchell Thorpe Foundation. We're having a new creation, this book coming out, hopefully coming into a, a, a movie as well, because the Lord does know that we need a lot of 
good things in this world. And we, we, we are, we have it. There's good stuff out there. Of course, we're not going to talk all doom and gloom, but there is a lot of bad too. Right. And people need as much of this light and beautiful story of a human and what a human can bring to the world. Right. We need this just as much because there's a lot of, like you said, protecting your mind, protecting what Mm. you see, protecting what you're listening to, like all of that is important. So I love that you're also thinking of that as well, that if this becomes a movie, now you're getting into people's through their eyes, through their emotions, through their through their senses as well. Right. So this is going into a whole beautiful other thing. And that's awesome. I know. And it goes to the movie. You'll have to have me back on. (laughs) Yes. Heck yeah. I'm going to have you back on. Heck yeah. So tell us a little bit about how people can support the mission, support the foundation, get the book, all of that kind of stuff. I want I want them to know how to get involved with this. Oh, sure. Well, first of all, the foundation is a MitchellThorpe.org. And that's okay. M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L-T-H-O-R-P as in Paul, dot org. And you can learn all about what we do with the foundation work. You can actually also buy the book on theirs. We put it on there. We also have a separate website titled a new creation.org. And then you can go and order the book um, and get it personally autographed by me. Every book that's bought will go back all the funds to help another child. So know that oh, you're doing that to help It'll go back into the foundation because that's what it was about. It's to write yeah. it. The money goes back into the foundation to help another child. And um, you can also, it was just released the end of June. So it's only been out a few months. Uh, Morgan James out of New York published it. And you can buy it wherever books are sold, wherever you, online, Barnes and Noble. I just got done doing a big Barnes and Noble signing um, in Tempe, Arizona. And uh, so, yeah, wherever books are sold, you can find it now. And um, I'm hoping you all will love it. And I always love reviews. So you can go to a new creation.org and write a review because awesome. uh, authors are always looking for that. And that helps us to take it, you know, more people and film producers to say, okay, this is, this is something we want to use. This is a great uh, book to take into a movie. So that's where we're heading next with yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, just this conversation with you has been such a blessing to me. So I can imagine what this book will do and what this movie will do. I'm really excited. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to experience Mitchell in this way. It's going to be yeah. exciting. Yeah. It'll be nice. It's a, it, yeah. I'm that's, you know, my God, here, God, here's my voice and my heart. So, you yeah. know, it's just a matter of like anything, if he's taken us this far, <laughs> going to say that, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, nothing's impossible. I have that all around. And I do say that for your audience, my office and everything is plastered with things of scripture and encouraging signs. You know, that's a practical step to start doing. And I learned that from my older sister. She's the one that started bringing, oh, just faith-based messages. And I have them all over my house of, you know, just, it was reminders for me when I would walk, I turn and I read one, you know, it's constantly Mm -hmm. in my head Mm -hmm. that I need to stay. Because when you're in that state of such vulnerability and and ready to fall off, like you said, like a brink, like a cat hanging on by the, the edge of, you know, yeah. you just have to just hang on and just keep those surround yourself with inspirational messages and to keep you moving forward. And whatever yeah. you're whatever you're doing in life, whether it's in business or whatever you're doing, you know, yeah, and that's uh, so true. That's God so has a higher plan and a purpose and he knows what's right for you. So if one door closes, you have to say, okay, 
Do yeah. I, that one closed? For God, will, yeah, for a reason, right? Then you have yeah. to open another. Yeah. So yeah, he's good, right? Because he knows he knows more than we know. So the truth is, is when things happen and we think, oh, this is just awful that this happened. Um, you when you, if you pause for a second, just pause and realize that God is in control of all things. You can you can really start to pull yourself back and realize all the things in your life that happened that were awful. And and look at the, the strategies of how God used those things in your life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so in every situation, as bad as they are, you have you are allowed. And God never said not to cry, not to be angry, not to. He didn't say he didn't say not to do those things. He said, just don't sin when you do them. Right. right. So be angry. I always tell people, yeah, but, you know, feel what you're feeling. You can't, you're not like a stone yeah. wall. You're human, right? Feel what you're feeling. Also though, believe also yeah. though, have faith also though, have hope, right? Yes. Because we have uh, this beautiful life that he's blessed us with. There is a purpose and a plan. At least that's how I believe. I believe we have a purpose and a plan. And I love, Beth, that you have told my audience and shown them that, you know what? It's one step at a time. I don't know it all. I don't exactly know how this is going to happen. All I know is I'm trusting God and I know he has this under control because like you said, Beth, you got this far because of God, right? Mm -hmm. And you'll get wherever you're going again tomorrow and then the next day and then the next day. And that's all you can handle right now. That's all any human can really handle is that one right. day at a time. Because our conversation right now, Beth, is the most important conversation because it's the only moment we have. We're not promised later. We're not promised tomorrow. Right. But we right. are here in this moment. And that's why yeah. I'm very, very grateful that you came on my show. Thank you uh, for being here. Thank you, Nina, for having me. I'm really glad you were here and I'm glad that you shared all this information. So thank you. And is there anything you want to leave my audience with before we close out? Hmm. Yes. I'd say walk by faith, not by sight. Awesome. <laughs> Drop the mic. Okay. <laughs> Drop the mic. Cause that is hundred percent true. Beth, thank you so much for being on straight talk. I so, so appreciate you. And I know that the, everyone who is listening is just like sitting at their is sitting at their podcast like oh man that was awesome so um, I'm I really want people to support what you're doing so thank you Beth I appreciate thank you, you Nina thank appreciate you. it blessings to you so good thank you blessings to you too and guys you know what to do make sure that you follow this amazing family so it's the Mitchell Thorpe Foundation I'm gonna make sure to link everything below for you. Buy that book so you can keep supporting other families. How much do you love that? I love that so much. I cannot <laughs> wait to have her back on when this becomes a movie. I know you guys um, who are listening are always so beautiful and supportive and always, you know, talking about how you loved what my um, audience, or I'm sorry, what my guests had to say and everything else. So make sure that you follow and support this cause because it's an amazing reason for someone to, to pour into somebody else's life and impact them that way hey guys thank you so much for listening you are the best okay i have the best podcasting community ever i really do and i appreciate you guys being on here make sure you go on to winject.com slash register w-i-n-j-e-c-t.com slash register and register for my free community because i want to be really um connected with you and i want us to brainstorm and be with each other and connect in a deeper way if you are looking for coaching, please make sure that you also email
email me at hello at straight talk no sugar edit.com. I work with women and I help them develop that business that they are envisioning in their hearts so that they can win. Thank you guys so much for being here. Love you, love you, love you. This is Dina Perez, Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next.